0: I'm also believe that when you get inside a bar, the experience is starting when you open the door of the place and not only when you actually drink the first sips of your cocktail. Because if the first like when you open the room the light has wrong, the music is not right, then you're already starting a bad new, no? And it's difficult then change your mind as a customer.
1: Hello and welcome to Best Sips Worldwide. I'm your drinking companion Susan Schwartz, an American travel writer living in London. Thanks to my mother's love of martinis, the first words I spoke were, shaken, not stirred. And I've been obsessed by the history of cocktails ever since. Through the years, I've been lucky enough to sip some of the best made by the best. Hear that sound? It's time to cozy up to the bar and let me introduce you to the movers and shakers of the world's most famous watering holes. Yes, it's true that someone was influenced enough by the film Cocktail to actually become a bartender himself. That person is Vincenzo Sibilia, our guest today, speaking from Barts, the only speakeasy in Chelsea. I read that you wanted to be a bartender when you saw Cocktail. <laughs> yeah, Now, was. this is what's in the press. Is that true? Can you tell me that story?
0: It, it is, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm coming from like a catering school, okay? So I'm studying five years, um, a chef. So I'm coming from a chef background. Uh, and I love it. I love the creative part, but I also found the job a bit boring and without connection with people. And then I saw uh, this movie, you yeah. know, it's Cocktail, and this guy, that was like, Speak with people, which actually was what was we missing in the kitchen, no, and it was speaking with people, it was entertainment people, it was still creating something, uh even if it's far away from <laughs> the, what we're doing now, but it was still creating something It's like, wow, this cool thats
1: wait wait a sec, but you're really young, and that movie came out in nineteen eighty eight yeah. So you would have had to go and get the video and no, see it, or DVD, no, It was CD? somebody. <laughs>
0: it was somebody actually some like special bit on YouTube or something, and then then after that I saw the movie. I liked the music, and then like okay, that's cool. All
1: right, so it wasn't the women or the flair. It was actually the cocktail maker. Well, that's that part wanted. as well. I mean, like
0: it's all, all a big package oh. uh, together with the job. But yeah, no, it's um, I. I, I I really like that, the, the compromise between between the two jobs. You Not know, the that you can create, but you also have the first feedback from people, and you don't lose like you know if if a bit of charisma. Uh, you know, it, it's it's up. It's it's uh, it's a good job, I think. It,
1: um, I find it interesting that so many of the bartenders that I've interviewed have come from a food background, and they didn't get that uh, connection behind with when they were, you know, training to be cooks or chefs, that they really needed that human interaction.
0: It is, no? At the end of the story, we're human. And, uh, I mean, if you do something a bit creative, it's already like a guy or a girl that cannot stay sit down in the office, and you already do something different. But the life in the kitchen is really pretty stressful. I mean, you don't want to talk with a chef. Nobody really wants to talk with a chef when it's work, no? But everybody wants to talk with a bartender. And that's why I think it's like the difference between the job, but the, the job that can can work really well together. I mean, most of all my drinks have food inside or food pairing. That's that's me. That's why I'm Italian as well. Like we've been cooking, we, we we smell products from like the really young aging, and that's why I truly really believe, like you know, it's, it's a fusion of two jobs like between at the end of it, what is mixology? You know, that's because like. Right now, everybody talks about mixology. We are, everybody are mixology, which is, I don't truly really believe it's true. I mean, mixology, I think, is like, it's pairing the two, like, food and drinks. Or anyway, bring to the bar unusual ingredients, no? That's maybe ingredients that normally be used in the kitchen. And then we, we mix them together. That's what is mixology. Mm-hmm.
1: And how long do you think it took you to get from, um, the when you started, uh wanting to be the Tom Cruise, to getting to where you are now. How many years do you think it took?
0: i think about, well, I mean, you never really finished to learn, mm-hmm. but I guess like about five to six years. Mm-hmm.
1: And what were you doing in uh, those five to six years?
0: I've been working in Spain. I've been working I've been traveling a lot. Um, see, as I told you before, I just came back from New York uh, and then coming to London London really opened opened my mind I mean London is a great city and I, I was really surprised and a bit disappointed in the fact that after coming back from New York I actually realised that London is way better in terms of cocktails uh of this interview I'm not gonna be in New York but that's it uh
1: well, it's great to have that pride it, it in is, city. It is,
0: it is. I am. I'm really happy. You know, I went to, to New York to find a new idea, a new trend. But actually, I thought like, well, guys, there's much more I can bring in this city than I can actually take away.
1: I do feel, from having interviewed a lot of people, um, that London really is the center right now of... of drinking. I, no, I don't want to say mixology. I guess drinking. Yeah. hmm and cocktails agree, and the minds that are
0: coming it's a out. Of. And it's a lot of minds, it's all influence from everywhere, whether the New York is uh, working down the bar, is pretty much all Americans, whether they're in London, that's, we have everything. We have English people, Italian people, especially Italian people, Spanish people, and and you know, it's uh, what happens when you like, you have such a multicultural that's. You end up to create the best that's you know you have an idea from all around the Europe and then the world and' all coming together and of course, you have different products you have you know a product like Campari or product like Ch- Châteaux from France you print together it's like you have so much things you can play with and so much different mind you can talk about it. Um, Probably that's does affect a lot.
1: And did you realize that about London before you got here?
0: Oh, no, of course no, 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 no. I was coming here because I wanted to travel, but I couldn't speak English at the beginning. Well, I know that I do now, but... It, your <laughs> English just, is okay. fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and that's the reason why... And when I came here, I was like, wow, okay, this guy actually know what they're doing. It's like, you know, and they start to work here, and then before in a place called Kayashi they move a bit around and uh, they hand up to bars, um, and then we are, um, and are six,
1: here and where are you here
0: Yeah.
1: and where are you here Oh well
0: we are in Barts now <laughs> Barts uh-huh. uh, which is actually one of the first speakeasy bar open in London uh, for big I like so we look in the 19-20 style bar um, it's probably like working here it's like you know it's like uh, I know I can sell a soybean on this bar this so much going on, it's not just about cocks, it's about the environment, it's about people, it's about the party and you can get everything here. The really early ho for the night, I'm through the really through the end, it's it's completely different. You can live music, it's it's a lot going on. It's not only cocktails, which see what I'm doing, obviously, but I'm also believe that when you get inside a bar, the experience is starting when you open the door of the place and not only when you actually drink the first sips of your cocktail. Because if the first like when you open the room the light is wrong, the music is not right, then you're already starting a bad new, no? And it's difficult then change your mind as a customer. So it's it seems like Well, you
1: said this is a speakeasy bar. Yeah. So why don't you talk me through how the experience would be for someone who doesn't really know BARTs?
0: Well, let's say you say that you have be here before, so I'm not gonna ask you that. <laughs> you started from the fact it's not easy to find. Okay, we don't have anything advertised outside and we don't have any any help to find us on the it's not even addressed on the website. It's clue and that's what we're doing. We don't wanna be discovered, you know? Um speak you don't have to actually be on, on the main street while right? everybody can see uh and there's a the door with a guy standing outside. No, you already know that's that. No, but you need to walk I'm not gonna tell you where you need to walk now.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, I mean, it's part, of, uh, it's part of the game, especially probably one of, like, I'm more proud to say that we are adding and we don't we don't marketing too much.
1: All right, so it's a secret location.
0: It is. And then the fact that you need to have a password to get inside, you need to run the bill, you need to know where you have to press the bill, and we need to search from the door. And...
1: Well, how are you going to find the password if you don't know... How to I get in. i say that now. <laughs> I was hoping maybe my listeners would get something, but maybe later. <laughs> all right. So you have to find a password. Is, yeah. All right. And then, once you have that password, What's you found, knock, you knock on the secret. You Se- knock
0: on the secret door, and then somebody can ask you the password. The password arrives. You're going to be welcome to get inside. If no, we're going to find a different way to get you inside. Okay. Um, so it's not
1: all hopeless if you don't have the password.
0: No. You might but, get a second chance. But I really suggest you to find it Okay. And then of course, um, you know, it's, uh, it's everything's like... all the little And little how little often are, are the work.
1: passwords changed? Every month. Every month, okay. So yeah. at least you have one month, you're okay. set, if you find the password. <laughs> and then when you come in, um, I guess it depends on a different night what the atmosphere is like.
0: It is, of course. Um, especially more than different nights, we say in different hours of the evening, it's like on the early hours when it's like, it's weird relaxing vibe and it's really quiet and it's more like jazz play and we have a lot of attention on your, to your, on your tables and your cocktails and that's going through the night when it's 9, 9 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock when the party starts and more people start to interact with the bar and there is a bit more bubblings going on during the night and the environment is definitely more alive.
1: And does the menu reflect the speakeasy style?
0: I will say yes. I will huh. say yeah. Uh, we we try to use less glasses possible we try to wear as much we can the alcohol uh, we add in from I don't know the classic tip now everybody uses, it, but we we're one of the first to use it in London. Uh, starts like we add in everywhere. We add in inside the box, inside uh, sometimes shoes.
1: <laughs> A shoe cocktail? Yeah,
0: we know, we know. I know, mean, What was it, it, the it, shoe it cocktail? It's just something. I'm going to make it for you later. Right. I'm going to make it okay. for you later. But it's... Always think about, like, think out of the box, no? Uh-huh. Think about... Everything can be a glass. Uh-huh. Everything can be a cocktail. Everything, right. every ingredient, every every flavor can be, like... It's not true that something like, you know, chocolate chocolate, uh fennel cannot go too great. I just discovered now that fennel and chocolate is a great combination. It is. I'm I, I'm you. I believe you. I'm with, sure it with, is. With a uh, guy, like, which is, um, is a um, chocolate maker and... And me through, like, how he's making the chocolate, It's like, a big words uh-huh. And he's working, like, so many... We're just working now with him for about... Um, for the Valentine cocktail, where we're going to combine chocolates and pairing and different spirits. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. It's a masterclass. Uh, it's quite interesting. Um, and then, and it should be fun. But, yeah, it's... That's what we think about.
1: Well, back to the menu.
0: Let's... Right
1: now, I'm holding one. And... Um... Yeah. It it definitely looks like It's speakeasy style Because it's a comic book Yeah um, So
0: you see As you reflect Like the face of Uncle Bartz
1: So Uncle Bartz Was a person well, Should we say In inverted was, commas It
0: was It was it, it was a guy It was a guy That started his um, His career In uh, in America actually And uh, And because he have A tough life And a tough life Against a partnership With Al Capone And many other gangs around America You have to live. Uh the states to come in london and set up this speakeasy bar
1: okay where we
0: are now so we actually need our speak easy bar you see how the fact that we use using hamstein uh, as a face for uh, uncle bar if you turn around i think Einstein point. would be proud well it's uh, it's a way to cover the real identity of uncle barz because okay. nobody actually never see him all right and he decide because he thinks it's really smart to decide to use the face of Einstein. all right and you see, it's like all the cocktail that we have has been uh, matching a different moment of his life. Okay. So from when he started in career, uh, as a boxer before, and, and celebrating his his victory. So you have like celebrating cocktail section rather than then going to what was a bit more the bitter side of his life, and then you have all the bitter section on when he was getting. Um, you definitely can, you can
1: come to Bart's alone and read.
0: It's read, a lot of Read the comic a book true. while yeah. you're
1: drinking your, your drink. Because <laughs> there's a whole comic book.
0: And you know, it's fun. I, uh-huh. I believe that on 2017, especially in London, and we already mentioned the fight is getting one. it's not enough to give just a cocktail to our customer. We need to give them an experience of something different, something that uh, my competition, my colleague, doesn't do in another bar. And then, you know, it's just a good cocktail is not enough anymore.
1: Uh-huh. I think it's what makes um London so interesting. It is. It's such an interesting place
0: to drink. It is, I agree.
1: Is because you have a different experience at every single bar. Mm-hmm. That's
0: that's yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually what I'm always thinking.
1: Mm. And it never gets repetitive really. Back to this. So there's how many chapters are here in in the real story of Uncle Bart's?
0: Um <laughs> there is five chopper. Uh huh. And uh
1: and how long did it take to create this fabulous menu?
0: Long time, really long time. <laughs> it's like we went through, we create the cocktail, and we create the concept. The concept didn't work with the cocktail, so we had to part of the cocktail, and then part of the concept. It was like six months of like intense, full job. And I'm actually proud now. We we did. We have also like a a, a lot of help from like guys called Peter which is not here today, but is one of, our, of the other guys that work in the team. Uh, but yes, we. Uh, we are more or less working six months on that.
1: Six months, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long do you think you'll keep this?
0: At least another six months. At
1: least another six months. Good hope so.
0: Yeah, well, this is definitely oh, okay. going to change some of the through the through the month. We yeah. also always have a special and uh, you have a special and, for the uh, month? Yeah, always. Uh-huh. And uh, we always create like a small menu, like the vinaigrette menu that we mentioned before, or the healthy menu that uh, oh, yes, we b- have on this side. B- before
1: we went on air, we started talking about oh, yeah. the vinegar, vinegar yeah. cocktails, yeah. because I had read that you started creating healthy cocktails. Again, in inverted quotes, a healthy.
0: vinaigrette is also healthy, if you want right. to lick them that way. Um, we're used to from Roman people drinking that for like after after the heavy meal for like help the digestion. Uh-huh. Um, and it's great in cocktails, it is, it is like, and it's so much variety that you can use it from vinegards. It's like we're talking about wine almost. Right. Something for like white vinaigrette apple vinegards, cider vinegret, uh balsamic, or, um, balsamic glass Can you describe
1: vinegret. a cocktail that has vinegar in it?
0: Um, it was like uh, these cocktails called uh, Black Forest, which I really like. I have um, a fresh strawberry and balsamic vinegar, which is already a great combination. It doesn't need but... any, any presentation. But one of my favorites it was uh, an infusion of a bone and, and balsamic uh, vinaigrette reduction. Uh, we was slice like 24, uh, 24 hours in a barrel, and then we make it like an old fashioned too. Oh yeah! Uh-huh. It, was, it was actually it was actually one of my, my best drink, I guess. i really uh-huh. really proud of that drink. Uh-huh.
1: I see. Yes, we've also landed on Uncle Bart's cola, which yeah. is was also kind of uh old the take. It's is way whiskey, like whiskey homemade, homemade cola, cola. cherry liquor cherry true. Thomas bitters. Wait,
0: oh. don't forget that you are in a in you know, a speakeasy bar, yeah. So you are not supposed to be drinking here. So what we're doing, we're selling something, can be Coca-Cola, tonic water.
1: Oh, of course. Which of
0: course it's not. Uh-huh. And then you can see it's like, it's a Coca-Cola reduction. It's uh-huh. not Coca-Cola. Okay, so we take the Coca-Cola, we make a serum for the Coca-Cola and then we make the cocktail with it. Uh,
1: so nothing really is called an alcohol because it's a speakeasy. I love it. Of course. All right, going with the theme. Going with the theme. And um, as continuing with the American theme, is is the music that you have also American here? Is it all different? Yeah, of course,
0: of course. of course. Uh-huh. Starting, starting as I tell you before, from jazz with electro jazz, but always keep on the time, of course. Uh-huh. that's um, like the details are important.
1: Uh-huh. Now you are an Italian in an American milieu. You're an, in, <laughs> in an American I should want to play, Yeah, How, yeah. Are you Are you bringing any of your your Italiano here with you?
0: Well, I've been traveling a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I never forget where I come from, of course. And, uh, and I'm proud to be Italian. So of course there's a lot of, of Italian bits around, uh, in the cocktails, uh, in the way that we're interacting with people. A lot of the team here are Italian. And you can see, um, we have another three Italians here, um, and, you know, it's like uh, something I'm proud to say that Italian people in hospitality are great. We have this natural um, tendency to, to welcome people. And we do it with pleasure. It's not, it's not something we be teaching or it's been training. We have, and, and I'm proud of that. Uh, I mean, you say that like, you used to live in Italy before, so you know it's like we are proud. We want to show you our country. We want to show our product. And the same when I want to work in a place where I'm proud of it. I want to show to, to my customer what we can do it. The different experience that we can give it to you, and it's not selling stuff. It's actually just show you. That's that's I think is my Italian. The popular. bella figura. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The bella figura. Um, so do you think uh, Tom Cruise would be proud, or I guess the Brian the Brian Brown so, character?
0: Okay, Brown, but a different style of work, definitely, uh-huh. <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean it's. Uh, he probably had more fun than me. I mean, it's really enjoyed himself. I don't know.
1: It sounds like you're having a really good time.
0: But actually, it's true. It's actually <laughs> true. I really enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of mm-hmm. what I am, which is uh, what I'm doing. And, and that's the most important thing. You know? Some people like, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to wake up in the morning and be happy with what I'm doing. That's it. Uh, I can work like 15-hour shift and not be tired because I'm enjoying myself. I mean, there's a lot of people that work in a bank, and it's true, they own a lot of money. And, but they wake up any day, and they're like, oh, I'm going to work now again. I never feel that. I never feel that. When I come here, I'm always happy to come here. And it's, um, it's no way to say it. it's, it's actually true. I don't feel like I'm working.
1: Well, that sounds great. You know what? I'm getting thirsty just talking to you. So let's go make a drink. Let's make some drink. Yes. Yeah. Remember, you need a password to get into BARTs. But once you're in, oh, the cocktails you'll have. Thanks so much to Vincenzo for joining me today and also for making me a hot toddy that chased away all my ills. Next week, we bring you Alex Nardella, the UK brand ambassador of Mr. Black, the coffee liqueur that will make you rethink your flat white. Until next time, bottoms up. For more information and links to everything you've heard about, plus a bit more, please visit bestbitsworldwide.com. Thanks for listening to Best Sips Worldwide, a spin-off of Best Bits Worldwide. Always remember the wise words of Oscar Wilde, all things in moderation, including moderation, and never drink and drive. Okay, I said that last part. Theme music is by Stephen Shapiro and used with permission. You'll find me at the bar.